Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study, and we're so glad you can join us. But before we get into the word, let's just take an opportunity to pray. Lord, first we just thank you, Lord, for your written word, Lord, and that we have the opportunity to come and study it, Lord, and find more, find out more about you, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that we can have a personal relationship with you, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to speak to us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you are never changed, Lord, and that you are consistent throughout, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. And we love to discuss the word with each and every one of you. And I want to thank you for your participation in this ministry and and in helping us to fulfill the calling of, of the Lord that he's mandated us, which is to build this house and to preach the word. And so I want to thank you for participating in that work with us by or partnering with us in that through your prayers, through, you know, sowing into the ministry and, mm-hmm. and also through liking the episodes, subscribing on the, this and any number of the platforms you can find a day of prayer on and by sharing the episodes with others. So, mm-hmm. So they too can receive the same blessings that you do with, you know, knowledge and growth and development and not just knowledge of, but in relationship with our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. It is extremely important, not just to know him, but to have that relationship, to actually know God, right? Who he is and and that he's our God and we're his people and to, to pass that along with others. So they too can enter into that same knowledge and relationship with him. So thank you for helping this ministry push the word forward and for partnering with us in that. So are we ready to get into the word? Yes. Yes, yes I know we I are. All right. Well, the, for the listeners this morning, we are moving forward. Uh, we're still in Acts 7, but we are going to cover verses 9 through 16. So could I get a volunteer to... Read that section of scripture, please. I will. All right, promise. And the patriarchs, becoming envious, sold Joseph into Egypt. But God was with him and delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Now famine and great trouble came over all the land of Egypt and Canaan. And our fathers found no sustenance. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out um, our fathers first. And the second time, Joseph was made known to his brothers. And Joseph's family became known to the Pharaoh. Then Jacob sent and called his father and all his relatives to him, 75 people. So Jacob went down to Egypt, and he died, he and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb of Abraham, bought for a sum of money from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem. 
Well, amen. So at this time, we're going to open the floor up for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and of course, to answer any questions that you might have. So, promise you look like you're chomping at the bit over there, sir. You have something to share? Yes. All right. Well, why don't you kick it off? Okay, so verse 10 caught my trouble. It said, And delivered him out of all his troubles, and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Mm-hmm. So the Lord, Lord reminded me that whatever he does is always complete. And, yes, it's always complete. And then, that when he delivers us and blesses us, it's not scrimping by and we're barely making it by, but it's full and well over above. Explain. Because there's a few different ways to look at this, right? Um, when we went back, so yesterday, on the previous episode, what was the covenant with Abraham? That he would be his God and Abraham would be his mm-hmm. people. But in particular... And, and that he would reward him with mm-hmm. land. He would give him all the, the blessings and other nations would be blessed, mm-hmm. right? And he is his shield and exceedingly great reward. Okay. But the key there is that the Lord would establish him, right? So yeah. as we read about Jacob in this section, right, in the, the history lesson, yes, they all had the same father, right? Yes. The patriarchs. The patriarchs all had the same father. But clearly there was a difference with Joseph. You could say that he sought the Lord more than the others or learned to listen to the Lord's voice more than the others. If you look throughout the scriptures, right? It begins in Genesis 37, um, that, that story, right? And because he chose that with the Lord, like, in other words, that God would be his God and he, Joseph, would be God's servant, Right? Yes. Jealousy arose amongst the brothers because they saw the blessing of the Lord on his life and they didn't like the, some of the things that the Lord had showed him and what he spoke, right? Even in his youth or as a child, right? And even though they tried to do away with him and sold him into slavery, the Lord continued to watch over him and to bless him because he kept his faith in the Lord. Right? And, yes. and it says how he appointed him as a governor. Right? Yes. And, of, of course, he gave him knowledge. And as we talked about that, um, you, you were reading that, I was reminded of Daniel. And what was said about Daniel and his friends. That the Lord blessed them, and even when they were tested, in any matter that the king asked them about, they were found to be ten times wiser Right? Yes. Well, the Lord always makes the difference between those who serve the Lord and those who do not. Extremely distinguishable. And and we haven't gotten that far yet, but even with Moses, right? Um, And I mean that far yet into this history lesson. But you'll find that even with Moses and the ten plagues, yet Pharaoh's magicians and whatnot, they could try to replicate a few things, 
But there came a point where they could not replicate the works of the Lord. Right? Yes. The Lord always makes the difference distinguishable from those who are His and those who choose to be in opposition. Does that make sense? Yes. And in this you also see the Lord being faithful to His Word and His covenant, His plan and His purpose in this, this section of Scripture about Joseph and the people and the descendants, right? Yes. So, throughout the generations. So, yeah. What else? Oh, and how um, early I was reading inside of Genesis where I was talking about Joseph, where he revealed himself to his brothers, and he said that God had sent him there for good. For a good purpose. Right? Yes, fine. For a good purpose. Sometimes when we say for good, we mean like that's the final <laughs> thing. Um, but even though that is where he We've arrived. Days, but it's over. Yay. Mm -hmm. Right. No. Continue with your thoughts, sir. Or what the Holy Spirit, and by thought, I mean what the Holy Spirit was speaking and ministering to you. And so the Lord is showing that even with that, that he had turned something that the devil had meant for destruction and turned it the other way so it could provide for other people and save other nations. Mm. So all yeah. the nations were blessed and benefited off of one individual's, Joseph's, des desire to be pleasing to the Lord, to, to hold his faith in him, that God would be his God and he would be his servant, regardless of what the situation and circumstance looked like, right? Yes. Okay. All the nations were blessed. And yes, there was also the restoration, right, with his family and his, his father and brothers and or, or the patriarchs, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that happened as well. Mm -hmm. And they were they were given land. They lived in the land of Goshen, which was the choicest land in all of Egypt. Mm -hmm. So let's consider those things as well. So so it fulfills the scripture: seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things are added. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But that comes as a result of God being our God and we being his people. And and yes, when I talk about restoration, uh, I mean, not just with the relationships, but it, it gave the, the patriarchs the opportunity to repent and come back into alignment with the Lord. Right? Yes. So... You see the restoration there at multiple levels. First and foremost with the Lord. And yes, it was also nice that they got to restore their relationship with their brother. Mm -hmm. But why could they do that? Because Joseph forgave them. He didn't bear the grudge, or a grudge, against those that mistreated him and his own brothers that sold him into slavery, that rejected him. Right? 
Yeah. Do, we, do we not see that exemplified in Jesus? The Christ, the Messiah? Yes. He went to his own, and his own rejected him. And yes, that, I mean that both in the, the sense of his own physical family, right? But eventually they came to understand and came into alignment with the Lord. But then also his own people, his own tribe, and the nation as a whole. Those that he called. So do we understand the, the fullness there? It's a lot, I know. And it's serious. But we need to understand these things so that we can understand our role in the Lord's plan and what's required of us. It's more than just saying I'm a part of this. I'm a part of the kingdom. It's more than just going to church on Sunday, as it were. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. We have a role and responsibilities that come with that role. And it's something that we should desire to do, which is to be pleasing to God because we love him. And we can only love him because he first loved us. Amen to that. So, anything else, sir? No. Okay. Anyone else? Yes. Or did you have something you wanted to say? No, no. I'm, I'm just oh, go, opening go up ahead, the floor. Charles, yes. I see that Bible folding. Oh, go yeah. ahead, baby. Or flipping open. Open to another position. Putting his finger in multiple spots. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this ought to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, The first thing that the Lord wanted me to talk about here was that this is also a slightly goes, spills over to verse 18. Okay. And okay. How, and what the Lord was showing me here was that with Joseph, all these, Joseph was sent down to Egypt, you can say, though he was technically sold into slavery, how he went down to Egypt before this, and then afterwards, that's you can see that's where the Lord wanted him as a place for Jacob and his brothers to go when nothing else was available, and it's a place of refuge, which I found interesting because Abraham did go down to Egypt in a famine. That was a quick sight. But after how he was sent down to Egypt to go there, and then the Lord was pointing out and how while they were down there for the original generations, they were blessed, and how it says they were um, multiplying until a king arose who did not remember Joseph, and the Lord um, remind me, was it, it was not only Pharaoh who did not remember Joseph, but it was the children of Israel themselves. Mm-hmm. They forgot what had led them to be prosperous in Egypt, and what had caused them to multiply, which was following the Lord, and they forsook him, and then they were put into slavery because the Lord doesn't put you into slavery because some something you've never done. There's never a, the Lord's just looking at you and saying, I think you'd make a nice slave today. Mm. And it's not the Lord who leads us into slavery. Yes. It, in, in particular, it's the sin that we in, that we partake of that gives the adversary a foothold. Now, if the Lord does ask us to be a slave, he's a good God and he can work that out. But keeping in mind that it's not God saying, you know what, I, I just don't like you today. 
Get out of here. Be gone. Um, he warned them over and over. He said, if you sin and you break fellowship with me, these are the consequences. These are the consequences. Mm-hmm. The penalty of sin is death. It is a destruction of the life that God has for you. And um, because God said, choose life. Be obedient to me. Walk with me. Love me. I love you. Keep our covenant. Keep your covenant with me because I'm keeping my covenant with you. Which to build off of what you both said, but you especially, Charles, right? Let's make it more plain. You said they forgot Joseph, right? It's not that they forgot him, right? It was because of Joseph that they got to experience all these blessings and benefits. And by that, I mean because of Joseph's relationship with the Lord, because of his steadfastness Mm -hmm. and faithfulness with the Lord, that God was his God and he was his servant, Everyone else was blessed and benefited. They chose to forget that aspect of what he taught them. The details. Of their relationship with the Lord, of what was actually required, what got them to that place that they were still blessed and benefited in a land that wasn't theirs. And Mm -hmm. in captivity, right? Because they remembered when he said, hey, when you leave here, take my bones with you. I don't even want them here, but go bury them in the land that the Lord promised to us. Because he had that much faith and confidence Amen. in the promise of God. So, so they didn't forget that. They forgot or chose to neglect or disregard all the other things that he taught them about what's required in the relationship with the Lord. How did the, how did we get this blessing? Amen. Sometimes, you know, like a American culture, they forgot that this country was founded on the principles of God and it was <laughs> adhering to those things that allowed America to be prosperous. And then they cast off restraint and try to say, "No, no, it was our hand." No, no, it was you guys are holding us back. You this this godly standard for this country is holding us back. We need to be in debauchery because that lawlessness is actually freedom. No, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Amen. Um, it did not produce anything good for anyone. And so you see people want to get rid of the the standard that actually brought them to the place of prosperity, that actually brought them to a place of being um, blessed and put other things in the place and try to give other things credit. I mean, that's the same thing as when they were brought out of Egypt. They, they asked Aaron after Moses was up on the, the mountain for too long. And I think we're going to cover this again in, in chapter seven. They said, well, we all know what happened to these people. Give, make, us a, uh, to a, make us a golden calf so we can celebrate our God who brought us out of Egypt. Er? Mm. So taking the God, the credit that belongs to God and bestowing his credit and value on something they made with their own hands and then taking the, all the blame for their own unrighteousness and putting that onto God and attributing that to God. You know, in our walk with the Lord, he will lead us into places that don't feel pleasant to our flesh. I'm pretty sure (laughs) having nail, uh, not nails, I'm like little baby nails, but stakes driven through your hands and your feet and a, uh, the the equivalent of a railroad spike, right? And a, a Roman spear being pierced into your side. I'm pretty sure that wasn't pleasant. I'm pretty sure being beaten, and disfigured to the point that you no longer look like a human being, I'm pretty sure that wasn't pleasant. I'm pretty sure, as Jesus said, if there's another way, Lord, um, <laughs> right? He, because he knew and yes. understood that it wasn't 
going to be pleasant. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to be pretty. It wasn't going to be the ideal way that it that it appeases humanity. You know, I mean, our natural eyesight and our ears and our flesh to get something done. But God said, "This is this is my desired plan for you." And Jesus said, "Never the let your will be done, Lord." Um, I I know that there, you know, you you're God and there's options, but nevertheless your will be done however you want this to be done god i'm willing to go through it so even with joseph yes his brothers were being sinister and what they did to him but god still had his hand on him the entire time god wanted him to be sent there and it was in the time of um joseph being low that he learned the character of god and there's a, a trait here that i see between moses and joseph both of them had a sense, and, and please go back and read um, their particular testimonies in the, in the okay. scriptures here, the accounts of their lives. Both of them sensed they had a call from God on their lives, right? Moses yes. sensed that the Lord wanted to use him to be a deliverer, and Joseph had dreams of him being um, elevated, if you will, uh, someone notable a leader. In, in society, a leader. And, mm-hmm. and both of them having a glimpse of of their call from God said, all right, Lord, thanks. <laughs> and, and burn rubber and went to complete it in their flesh. So thanks, thanks for the, for the knowledge of the calling. And now let me go and rock they, it out. They waved them off. Shh, shh. I'm helping you God be quiet. Right. They, they went to carry it out in their flesh. And, Moses, and by that, you mean Joseph, when he was like, Hey, you're all going to bow to me. I saw you guys as sheaths of, Wheat, and you were all going to bow to I, me. Yes. I just hate to tell you this, but. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. And he, he kept blabbing that out, not being sensitive to the place that his siblings were in. He may have felt like, oh, finally, they'll like me. This this might mean they'll, they'll accept me finally because they're bowing down and all that stuff. And that was his flesh also playing a role in that. And Moses's flesh led him to become a murderer. Now. I'm pretty sure Jesus made it very distinct that the devil was a murderer from the beginning. And the murderer is not Jesus, right? Yes. yes. So they both took it into their own power. They put their flesh on it to try to carry out what God said would be done by his grace. It would be done by his spirit. And then it caused them to be driven from their place and encounter hardship that they had not anticipated god might have said to moses hey son it's getting close to that time i need you to take a journey out to the wilderness ask your ask your uncle if you can get out of here for a little while and come out to the wilderness and spend some time with me because i want to teach you some things that you need to be away from this household for to get the understanding of and he could have walked to as opposed to running the wilderness exactly and then having to wait till Everyone that was after him had died off. Exactly. 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 We we think that God made it have to be this way, but he did not ask him to be a murderer. So he could have ridden. He could have got a chariot drop off. You know, the chariots could have rode him out there because he's royalty. And left with supplies and all the... Right? He had a whole, whole camp set up or whatever. Whatever that God... It, that it could have been an option, but because he put his flesh on the, the call of God... Now it turned it into something else that God is going to have to add a little bit more mercy to a little bit more grace to, to get this thing turned around. Right. And then Mm -hmm. that also built a sense of shame on the inside of Moses 
that I can't do this anymore. God, I can't even talk right. I don't do nothing right, Lord. Like that, that was his mentality from being someone who stood up straight and tall, being raised in, in royalty to someone who was very self-defeated. Now God well, restored not, him. Not just a self-defeated, but now the, well, his brethren, which were slaves, mm-hmm. he couldn't even have the conversation with them because now there's the accusations. They remember, you were mur- you a murderer. I mean, they were always going to talk trash. They talked trash about God. They talked trash about Jesus. I mean, that, that's just their nature. That's humanity's nature to talk trash and not be grateful. But he gave them something else to accuse him over. Mm-hmm. And Joseph, on the other side, he could have said, Dad, I feel the Lord is calling me to go down to Egypt. I don't know why. But I must go, right? He could have walked down there versus being thrown into a pit and left for dead and then be rescued and then sold as a slave. I mean, there's other options. There were other options. And that's all I'm saying is when we add our flesh to what God does, it brings disappointment on our side. And then it unleashes and releases some havoc to go on in in between there. God is great. And there's that aspect as well. And I, I feel since you've discussed this, we need to bring it up now. Okay. Right. Look at all the other lives that were impacted. And I don't mean for good, right? With Joseph, now the relationships with his brothers were, were even more severed. Mm-hmm. But it also impacted the relationship with their father. Because they lived who, in a lot. Who clearly <laughs> didn't trust them for well, the remainder up until he had to go down to Egypt, right? For however many years for how, that was. I yeah. mean, for however many years that was. Mm-hmm. And then the same with Moses and the rest of the people. The rest of his brethren, mm-hmm. the Hebrews. I mean, so the things that we do impact more than just us. Amen. Right? And I think if we all understood that, we would be more considerate and submit ourselves at a higher level to the Lord. Now, again, there's no higher level than just fulfilling through the Holy Spirit, of course, leading us, his, his plan, his purpose, and his covenant, which is for him to be our God and we to be his people. Mm-hmm. And but just, it would help hold us accountable. Right. And as it, as it calls to you, may sense that God has a call on your life. I have no doubt that he does. And in that, understand God's timing. Don't try to jump ahead of him. Don't say, well, that's all I need is you just to, to whisper a portion of a sentence to me, God, and and that's all I need from you. You be quiet. You know, uh, I want all of heaven to support my will to be done in this earth. It's your kingdom come and my will be done, Lord. That's not what God wants. And I just want to encourage you when you hear the call of God, let him bring it forward. Let him guide you into it versus you plowing your way through it and thinking that's going to work out and be the same thing as God doing Mm it. Um, Jesus didn't jump on the cross as an infant. He did not, as a two-year-old or as a 12-year-old, when he recognized who he was, that, that's the first sign in scripture that Jesus, we know that Jesus knew exactly who he was and what he was called to do, mm-hmm. but he didn't go try to get on the cross then. He didn't force and, and forge ahead of the Father and the Holy Spirit. He didn't get outside of divine alignment and the timing and appointment. He didn't miss any lesson that God had for him. And when it was the appointed time, when the appropriate time came as being signaled by the Father, he stepped into the next phases of his ministry in his life. Exactly. So and when he, he was gives able you, to fulfill the call. Right. So when he gives you the the calling, the plan, the purpose for your life, when he reveals that to you, usually that's the, the destination. Now seek him for how to get there. 
and when you can't, and, and let when him bring he, it forward. And his perfect will mm-hmm. includes his perfect timing Amen. and plan, right? We, we can't just run to the end. There's a process to get there. We like microwave but, things. Oh, yeah, but, but we'll just look at this in our own lives and even throughout Scripture, right? We're about to get into Moses, and we know they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. They knew they were headed to the promised land, but it took all that time to get there. For it wasn't, a number, it didn't have to. It didn't have to, but it did. It took some time it, that was appointed by God, but other absolutely. time was humanity and flesh. But what I'm saying is, they mm-hmm. knew the destination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't know the how to get there. So let the Lord reveal all of it. When mm-hmm. He reveals the destination, thank Him for it, and continue down that track in faith by seeking Him on the rest of the steps, and allow Him to prepare you. Amen. So going to pause there for today and with that can i get a volunteer to close out in prayer please i will all right layla lord we just thank you for your guidance lord and we thank you for being our protection lord our shield and our buckler lord we thank you for your wisdom that you've imparted to us lord through your holy spirit god we thank you that you cause us to excel lord and that you have given us your favor god that you've bestowed blessings on us lord We thank you for those being added to the kingdom each and every day, Lord. We thank you for those brothers and sisters that we already have, God. And we just thank you for your plan of redemption, Lord, and that we were able to be saved, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.